You're listening to On Israel in Al Monitor. I'm Ben Kaspit from Tel Aviv. Usually when we speak about strategic dialogue between the United States of America and the State of Israel, we are supposed to talk about uh, things uh, connected to the Iranian issue, the Iranian nuclear program, security uh, cooperation between the two states, intelligence, uh, even economy. But uh, not in this time. The strategic dialogue uh, launched uh, this week in Washington by two high-ranking uh, delegations is unusual in the defense security context, described as a strategic high-level dialogue on technology. As uh, strange as it may sound, the technological cooperation between uh, these two long-time and deeply engaged allies has been found lacking. Israel does not have a foothold in the giant U.S. labs uh, with their cutting-edge work on quantum uh, computing, artificial intelligence, and many other sensitive, innovative fields. While an estimated 60% of Israeli scientists uh, cooperate with their European counterparts within the framework of uh, various programs, the rate of uh, Israeli-U.S. cooperation is far, far smaller. In fact, on technological matters, the distance between the United States and Israel is as great as the ocean that divides them. The new dialogue is intended to bridge that gap as pledged by President Joe Biden on his historic July visit to Israel and historic Jerusalem declaration. What I just read to you is the opening three paragraphs of, of an, an, a piece that I wrote to Al Monitor on this dialogue. And uh, soon, with a few moments, we will meet here the minister, the Israeli minister that headed the Israeli delegation. Uh, we are talking about Minister of Innovation, Science, Technology, and Space, Orit Farkash Cohen. We'll speak with her about all these issues right after this short break. Hi, I'm Elizabeth Hagedorn, and I'm the State Department correspondent at El Monitor. And I'm Joe Snell. I'm El Monitor's video editor. Let's admit it. This past year has been difficult to stay on top of the news and sift through what's accurate and what's misleading. Let El Monitor help you. If you care about the Middle East and North Africa, you should consider listening to El Monitor's audio series on the Middle East with Andrew Parasoliti and Amber and Zaman, and on Israel with Ben Caspi. You can now watch our newest video podcast, Reading the Middle East with Gilles Capel. You can subscribe to these series on your favorite podcast platforms. And through a host of free daily and weekly newsletters, we offer a range of perspectives with the highest journalistic standards. You can subscribe to these newsletters at almonitor.com. As an award-winning media service headquartered in Washington, D.C., Almonitor has a network of over 160 contributors around the world. So if you haven't done so already, be sure to visit almonitor.com, where you can find all of these newsletters and podcasts along with first-class reporting and analysis. Now I'm happy to welcome uh, to our show uh, Minister of Innovation, Science and Technology uh, in the Israeli government, Orit Farkash Cohen. Hello, Orit, and thank you for joining us here in uh, On Israel in Al Monitor. Shalom. Hello, uh, Ben. It's a pleasure uh, talking to you. 
So we are talking about uh, something that I found uh, first a little strange. Strategic dialogue between Israel and the United States of America, and we are used, after using this term of strategic dialogue, to say on security issues, cooperation, intelligence, even economy, but now we are talking about technology. What's, what's the purpose of this, uh, of this uh, dialogue that you just opened? You are absolutely right. Usually when we speak about, when we used to speak about uh, national security and strategic challenges, we are naturally thinking about uh, defense issues and military issues and so on. But uh, I think that uh, the last few years with the climate uh, uh, challenge, with the COVID, with the uh, desertification and so many challenges and international challenge, but also domestic challenges in the world are now becoming technological. Even the defense one are becoming uh, technological. And uh, the meeting, the purpose that we launched, uh, the Israeli-American uh, technological strategic cooperation plan on the civil side, uh, builds on that understanding that national security issues, both on the Israeli side, on American side, but also of the world, the challenges that we are facing are changing uh, their course and having a heavy, heavy pillar that stands on technology issues. And uh, two true allies, such as Israel on one hand and the United States on the other hand, should start uh, enhancing uh, the collaboration and uh, bringing to the table the uh, amazing benefit that uh, the Israeli high-tech industry and research industry has uh, to collaborate and uh, together on these challenges. But it's also strange because I learned when I prepared myself to this uh, conversation and the, a piece that I wrote for a monitor, I, I learned that although many of the Israeli scientists and, and the high-tech uh, entrepreneurs, etc., learned in the United States, most of the of the joint ventures and the high-tech uh, uh, collaborations of Israelis are with Europeans, and the, the cooperation with the United States is uh, a little on the side, on the corner. What what do you think is the reason, and do are you going actually to fix it? You touched on the point and the purpose of the launching of that program, and you touched on the engine of the Jerusalem Declaration. Uh, while the Israeli high-tech industry is uh, record-breaking and is flourishing relatively, 2021 was a record-breaking year in terms of uh, investments, in terms of IPOs. Uh, we now have more unicorns than in Europe. And when you look at the market and the target market and the business-to-business -business that uh, the Israeli high-tech industry uh, is uh, focused on, it is uh, mostly focused and stems on the American market and vice versa. But when I, as a ministry of uh, both science and technology, looked at the numbers in science and research, I found a, a, a reality that is not, uh, you know, it's, it's not the best and needs to be improved. Because what we see uh, when we're looking at the data and the numbers of our uh, international uh, research, joint uh, researches, we see that the Israeli researches and technology uh, joint uh, um, publications with international scholars is uh, mostly happening in Europe. 
nearly 60% of our uh, joint researchers are, pu are published with uh, uh, counterparts from Europe. And when we look at the activity with the United States, although it is the number one commercial partner to our high-tech industry on the research side, we are only publishing 19, 1.9% of our joint publications. And when I'm looking long-term and when I'm looking strategic at the high-tech industry, it stems from the research, uh, from innovation, which starts in research and collaborative and joint publications. Uh, and this is the purpose of uh, launching that program. We brought a very uh, rich and diverse uh, delegation from uh, the government of Israel uh, on the health techs, on the health side, on the climate size, on AI, artificial intelligence size. Uh, we brought chief scientists from the energy ministry, from the agriculture ministry, uh, from other uh, very significant uh, ministries to launch uh, issues in which we will uh, initiate collaborative and joint researchers with uh, all kinds of uh, programs and uh, institutions in, in the United States in order to fix the situation. We wanna see a heavy pillar of joint researchers, uh, both in the United States and not only in Europe. It's a common, uh, it's a shared interest between the two countries and it will benefit uh, uh, both economies. It will benefit uh, our high-tech industry as well. And it is very important. I think that the reason for that gap is the fact that with Europe, we have a very uh, put in order framework. We have the Horizon program, uh, which Israeli takes a, a significant part in and Israeli researchers are really a, a very a dominant and very successful in that program. While the American framework and structure is a little bit more complicated and uh, because of the, the different uh, format of the institution. And uh, one uh, fruit we already had, and we achieved a fruit in this deliberation is that uh, a few weeks ago, I signed a, a new, we launched a new uh, collaboration in research in the area of quantum. And we will also open uh, NIST, the National Institution of Technology in the United States, which is a very, a dominant uh, institution to more uh, Israelis and companies in that uh, strategic area. Let's uh, try to dive in. Uh, first, we, we didn't say it yet, I think, but actually what you did, this launching of the strategic uh, technology dialogue was actually uh, because and after the, the Jerusalem declaration by President uh, Trump, and Prime Minister Lapid, that the uh, I'm sorry, President Biden, of course, and Prime Minister Lapid, that uh, actually stated it that this is one of the main or the core issues that should be strengthened between Israel and the United States. So, so what happened now is the continuation of uh, of the Jerusalem Declaration. Exactly. So two months ago, a little bit more than two months ago. Uh, President Biden came to Israel and uh, uh, to meet with his counterpart, our Prime Minister, Mr. Lapid. They, sound, they signed the Jerusalem Declaration, which uh, approved uh, once again the unbreakable bond between uh, the state of Israel and the United States. But this time it had a specific and uh, unprecedented, uh, I think, uh, first of a time, a chapter that dealt 
with uh, taking the technological cooperation one step up between the two countries. And this chapter was the result of uh, a great work by Eyal Khulata, the head of the National Security Council in Israel, and also my general director, Hilah Haddad, from my Ministry of Innovation. And this was basically the policy declaration of the two states that uh, engined uh, these uh, working groups that I uh, led uh, in my visit in the United States, of course, together with the head of the National Security Council, Eyale Khulata. And again, it stems from the understanding, there is a deep understanding in the American administration that uh, the defining of the national security interests of America today, uh, that the, the definition is uh, going through a change. And it's not only on the military side per se, but it also building on uh, technological challenges uh, around the world, and we, we see it over everywhere. We see it because of the COVID, uh, the risk of having more a uh, pandemic, uh, which uh, you know have a great influence on the national uh, interest and the stability of the whole world. Uh, we see what happens now in Russia, in Ukraine, and this has great uh, implications on the on on the states, the European states that want to improve their energetic uh, independence. Uh, i.e. meaning that they need more uh, renewable energy, more technological solutions for uh, energetical uh, security. And uh, we in Israel understand all of that. And of course, the climate change, you know that President Biden and the administration is highly committed to it. The American administration also, uh, you know, uh, put a, a huge uh, budgets in order to address this challenge. And when we're saying climate, it's everything. It's food tech, it is health tech, it is uh, also, uh, sorry, not health tech, but uh, food tech and uh, blue tech and uh, so many other challenges, energies. It is a huge area that we have a lot to contribute. And I wanna say that it will also give an added benefit to the Israeli high-tech industry because we are known to be very strong in cyber, in the services of uh, computing and uh, also in uh, fintech, but we as a country want to strengthen our abilities and our high-tech industry in those areas exactly and to make our industry more diverse in those uh, areas exactly. I understand that the first uh, agreement was already signed uh, about the, the quantum issue, one of the core and most uh, important issues together with the uh, artificial intelligence, AI. Can you tell us uh, what's the importance of this uh, first uh, agreement that was already signed? The first agreement that I signed, uh, we signed a few weeks ago had to do with a quantum. Quantum is an emerging uh, um, tool. Actually, it's not a software, it's a hardware of uh, computers, uh, the new generations of computer in the world that it is still under a lot of research and developments and in order for Israeli scientists and researchers and entrepreneurs in the high-tech industry uh, to be able to uh, reach accomplishments in this area, they need infrastructure, they need data, they need uh, computer uh, platforms and this is something that uh, the United States can offer 
are researchers and scientists. It is actually quite a, quite a sensitive uh, um, area because uh, it also touches on uh, the ability to, uh, you know, to uh, uh, look at encrypted and uh, safe, uh, all kind of uh, coded uh, information in computers. And that's why it was a great honor that the United States uh, selected the state of Israel to sign uh, this agreement, which uh, it only shares with a selected group of uh, countries due to the sensitivity of, uh, of uh, this area in the area of technology, in the future of technology. I understand that uh, this is uh, really sensitive because the Americans are very uh, 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 serious in uh, their desire to, uh, to keep the technology safe and uh, to secure it and not to let it uh, uh, be linked to uh, to other superpowers like china etc and you dealt with it uh, one one uh, one one group was dealing especially in these arrangements that will uh, uh, make sure that nothing is getting out from these cycles uh, this uh, concern of the United States is uh, known, uh, it's uh, actually a public uh, concern, and uh, we also see it as a legitimate concern uh, to make sure that their technologies or uh, what, whatever they share is being used in a, in, a, in, a, you know, in a responsible manner, that there is no misuse in this technology for harm causes and everything. And I think uh, we and the government understand this uh, concern. We actually also share the same value of, uh, not, uh, of, of, of using uh, technology to make the world a better place and not to misuse it. Uh, we are a... a we are, uh, you know, under a dialogue with the American administration in that area, and uh, we are committed to uh, reaching a common ground. We should uh, understand that the high-tech industry for the Israeli market and the Israeli economy is a strategic industry. 30% uh, of our income tax uh, is now uh, being contributed by the high-tech industry. The high-tech industry stands up for a uh, roughly 50% of the Israeli export. Uh, in the year of 2021, it was responsible for three times more uh, taxes that were uh, brought to the Israeli treasury. And it, is, uh, and it has a lot of uh, you know, contribution to the phenomenal positive data that the Israeli economy uh, demonstrated after the COVID, much better numbers in growth and other, other numbers uh, in the macroeconomic uh, numbers really compared to other European countries, for example. So we will have to see and to conduct this dialogue in a responsible way uh, because uh, we are committed to keep keeping our industry vibrant, flexible, creative, and uh, successful. And you are right alongside uh, the working groups that dealt with health, with quantum, with AI, uh, with uh, other areas uh, in which we are committed to uh, increasing significantly the amount of joint uh, researches, the amount of collaborations and national joint projects between the two countries. Uh, we are uh, conducting a dialogue, a quiet dialogue about uh, this uh, issue. Will uh, it will be uh, 
uh, will you have another meeting or it is going to be annual dialogue or what? Uh, the last two days were very intensive. Um, the working groups uh, yesterday reported uh, to the forum of Eyal uh, Khulata and myself. And we really, the, the advancement that was done in a day was remarkable. Of course, that these uh, groups were pre-prepared and this visit was uh, rough, was very thoroughly prepared. So what we're, we're standing now at a stage where A, there will be a, a continuation in about six months and we hope it will be in Jerusalem, but we will see about that. And secondly, all groups already agreed on their focus on health, for example, on pandemic, how to create a better collaboration so that the next pandemic, uh, we hope it will not be here, we will be better prepared with both resources of the two countries. And you know that Israel was leading in the COVID uh, uh, waves. We were leading mostly because of our data and our uh, technological thinking. We were the first one to uh, decide on a fourth uh, vaccination, for example, and we used AI for uh, the scanning of our data and for the for uh, uh, forming our policy, when to do a quarantine, how to balance between the life or not. So the health working group uh, established uh, working points and issue on which they will work. The AI group also decided on subjects that they will focus, for example, a flood uh, anticipation, working on uh, preventing natural disasters, and of course, other uh, medical areas. Uh, there was another uh, group which also uh, uh, agreed on their focuses. So in that sense, I think we did a lot. The groups agreed already. The different uh, professionals and public servants agreed on what they are going to focus on. And that is what they are going to do in the next uh, six months. And uh, there will be a continuation to that. It's fascinating, and I, I have so many much more questions, but I will settle in another one. There is no secret that in another field that you didn't deal with, and I'm talking about the Israeli private sector offensive cyber companies, there is a crisis between the, the American administration and this sector in Israel. Will what you're doing now a, a help to settle the disagreements in the, this other very delicate issue, because when you're talking about all these issues uh, to, together, maybe it's easier to reach uh, to reach agreements. I want to stress then that what uh, we're doing, that what uh, I am doing, uh, is not touching on the defense side or the collaboration between Israel and the United States on the defense side, including the technological defense side. In that area, we both know that there is a unbreakable cooperation also between the, the industries in Israel and the American defense industry. And we are committed uh, to this partnership. So what happened in NSO, I mean, now what, what I'm saying is I, it happened. These areas are heavily regulated by the defense ministry, and uh, we have a very prudent uh, criteria. And this is uh, under a dialogue, and uh, I'm sure that uh, there is an understanding 
between the defense minister and the American administration. And uh, we are committed to that. Very good. Minister uh, of uh, Innovation, Science and Technology, Orit Farkashakoen, it was fascinating yes, indeed. If I, if I may say a word uh, yes, of course. to the listeners, I, I want to tell you that my position is actually a new one. Israel for decades had a science minister and the high-tech industry was part of uh, many, many, many other responsibilities of, the, of a large economic ministry. What we did in this government is that for the first time, we combined uh, the ministerial responsibility and the governmental policy of both the research, the science, and the high-tech industry under one ministerial policy. And I think that uh, what we were talking about uh, in this conversation is one of the fruits of uh, this uh, you know, uh, strategic move because the science and research and high techs builds on each other, they stem on each other and vice versa. And this is only one illustration uh, of the importance of, the, of, of, uh, of that change that we did in our uh, governmental and ministerial uh, structure. So now having a minister of both science, but also sees the connection between research and uh, inventions in high tech companies and solutions to the world and uh, to the industry is an important uh, step. Minister Rita Farkashakoen, thank you very much indeed for uh, joining us here in, on Israel in Al Monitor. Thank you to Daurit. Thank you. We'll, thank you, Ben. Thank you. We'll take a short break and come back right after this. Wait for us. Hello, I'm uh, Gilles Kepel, professor at uh, Sciences Po and the Normal Soup in Paris and author of a number of uh, books and articles on the Middle East. Through my new podcast, Reading the Middle East on the award-winning media service and monitor, we will take a deep dive into the trends in the region with the authors and thought leaders who are shaping how we think about the Middle East. Reading the Middle East will be a fantastic addition to Al Monitor's outstanding podcast lineup, including On the Middle East with Andrew Paraziliti and Amber Inzaman, and On Israel with Ben Kaspit. You can subscribe on your favorite listening platforms. We look forward to your joining our conversation. Thank you for staying with us and hope you enjoyed this uh, unique conversation. It was not on our regular issues and not the uh, Iranian nuclear program or the Palestinians or the IDF or the Mossad or Israeli politics and fifth election on uh, November 1st. It was on technology and uh, between the United States and uh, Israel. And uh, in the background, we have to remember there is a huge crisis between the American administration and the Israeli private uh, offensive cyber uh, uh, companies. Two of them uh, are boycotted by the United States. And uh, it is actually a war, and no one wants to speak about it aloud. So uh, when such a dialogue is opening in Washington, it can uh, affect even uh, this uh, very delicate uh, situation. Uh, thank you. Uh, hope you enjoyed it. And uh, we will see you here 
after the double-headed Sukkot uh, uh, holidays in uh, the next two Sundays. So take care, Shana Tova, and bye-bye.